The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 Good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers here in the house, and there's a bunch of you. <laughs> Welcome to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. We use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, The Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us here on Monday morning. I hope you had a great Independence Day, got some time to celebrate, to reflect. Thank God for all of those men who, as we talked about on Saturday, who had pledged their lives and their fortunes and their sacred honors in order to secure liberty. And um, yeah, I hope you had time to maybe catch a veteran somewhere and, uh, and thank them. Uh, especially those from long ago, especially those guys, because, um, boy, we, we were dealing with some stuff. And, and I, it makes you think to the original veteran. And I, I hate to even use that word uh, with Christ because 
Christ came to die. That's what he came to do, to save his people from their sins. That's why he was named Jesus. And so I hope you had time to do that, reflect with the people of God, have the Word of God, uh, be able to, to hear it expounded. Uh, what, a, what a better day to do that than then. And, you know, I, there was something else that I learned yesterday before I get the formalities here. We had a little celebration here with our family. My wife really did things up with the hamburgers and hot dogs. The, the, I love those Hebrew National, the beef hot dogs. Oh, really good. And uh, did some Chicago style, even though I'm a Southern boy uh, for me. And um, it, it was a great time. My One of my sons and his girlfriend went down to the fireworks place. I don't know. They they spent a bunch of money on fireworks. They They shot fireworks for hours last night. And so it was great, a great time to uh, to be together and uh, and you know fellowship and and just enjoy one another's company and see the fireworks and eat and do all that good stuff. So I hope you had a chance to do that as well. Um, I got a couple of things I'm going to show you right before we bring our guest on. But if you'd like to check us out online, go to sonslibertyradio.com or sonslibertymedia.com. If you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, you can head over to sonslibertymedia.com. Scroll down to the right side of the page. We're streaming live on the Facebook platform. Um, you can click and enlarge that. You can see the faces made for radio. And then you can also click on the icon and join us in the chat if you choose to do so. Right above that is Saturday's show. Uh, we talked... On the about the Declaration of Independence, we talked with David Rizzolata in the second hour. That was very informative as well. David's always just a brilliant guy, and I appreciate him coming on at short notice. So if you'd like to catch that, you can do that. Bradley should be on at 3 p.m. Eastern today, I think. Okay, so I'm, I'm pretty sure he's still in Cal. He's going to be in California. I think that's what he said another couple of days. So he should be on today, back again. And he was sounding just really worn down on Saturday and asked me if I'd take the show, so... He sounded much better last night, I can tell you that. Right above that is where you can subscribe uh, to our email newsletter. We don't rent your email, sell it, or spam it. You get one email from us a day, including the Morning Show Archive. Again, if you would like to support us, if you believe in the message that we have, you're willing, and you have the ability to support us, we'd ask you to consider doing so. There's a, one, there's a one-time donation button at the top of sonslibertymedia.com. Also, you can become a son or a daughter of liberty. Uh, that link is also up there. That's a monthly partner. If you'd like to do that and help us do what we do, we'd very much appreciate it. And then finally, in the store, um, we've got the Coward shirt uh, this week. And I'm trying to think, oh, it was, if you order one of the Coward shirts, okay, we, we call them the Coward shirts, but it's uh, it's not really that much about cowards. It's cowards will not preserve the republic, okay? This is the famous... Elmer Davis quote, this republic was not established by cowards. Cowards will not preserve it. If you want one of these shirts, and we got like 10 different colors uh, of the shirt, okay? So if you want one of these, they're 20 bucks. but if you use the promo code REPUBLIC10, REPUBLIC10, between now and midnight Saturday, you'll get uh, 20, I believe it's 20, uh, I shouldn't say that. 10% off. Let me say 10%. If you get 20, then that was what it was. I forgot what we put on there on Saturday. But it, use the promo code. You're going to get something off. Okay, Republic 10 when you get the Cowards Will Not Preserve the Republic t-shirt. All right? Okay. Now, something that happened over the weekend was, you remember Tony Roman down there in Huntington Beach, right? Uh, he came on the show, got up at 3 in the morning to be on the show live with us. Tremendous guy. Just a... Uh, just a genuinely decent man. I mean, really. And has taken a stand against 
the tyrants in California, not just resisting them, <laughs> but utterly attacking and opposing them with everything they throw at him. They they uh, they force masks. He bans them from his establishment. They say, "Oh, we're going to have a curfew." He says, "We're staying open later." So this is the real got real deal. Guess who got to meet Tony Roman over the weekend? That's right, our own our own Bradley Dean. They stopped in, and he just they the family just couldn't stop talking about the food. He said the quality, the time, the preparation of everything they pour into the food that's made there is second to none. And they just couldn't stop raving over that. And it was it was really good to hear. Uh, Tony sent me um, a a text yesterday wishing me uh, happy Independence Day. And I wanted to play this. He put this up. It's a, it's a short little thing. But he put this up. It's just a couple of seconds. This is from uh, Basilico's. It's up on Instagram. And uh, this is what he, he had here. That's a little loud. Sorry about that. Blew everybody's ears out. You can see the front of his place just all American. I mean, yeah, really, really neat. And uh, so, Tony, we appreciate that. Thank you for your stand and the... Um, uh, the, the the example that you're setting for the people out there, we appreciate you very much. And uh, Tony's going to be back on the show once we get some word as to where things are going down there because they have still not followed up with anything. So he's pushed off on that. And uh, so I just wanted to drop some of those things. This is this is where the Sons of Liberty go out on the road um, and teach of our Christian constitutional heritage. I'm hoping that Tony's going to open up maybe that that back area uh, and let Bradley do one of his presentations there one time. So we'll we'll see how that goes. But man, just a genuinely great guy, and I'm glad Bradley got out there to meet him. Now we had on the show Thursday, uh, Gutran Singh, and he's out of the UK, but his family has been in farming and stuff. And he told us about the plans to starve the people if they get you in another lockdown, they're going to start they're going to starve you to death. And he's he's been warning about that. And so after the show, he and I spoke. And he he says, you know, he had a lot of uh, news and things in the Indian media. And he said, you know, Kamala Harris is in here and she's trying to push the caste system over here in India. And I and I said, OK, and I'm, I'm unaware. And I'll bet none of you guys have heard this either. But it's it's in the news. There's lots of stuff that we're going to uh, deal with here. So I said, why don't you come back on the show and let's talk about that. And so he wanted the first opportunity we got. So that's today. And uh, it's my privilege again to welcome to the Sons of Liberty, Gutran Singh. Good morning, man. Good morning, man. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And I'm glad that you you decided to join us again. You know, we had we had a lot of people in the chat, uh, Gutran, who just they just loved you, man. I mean, what's not to love? You come across um you're so you're you're fairly soft-spoken um and you're very knowledgeable about what's going on because you've been in different parts of the world where you've seen some of this so you see what's coming not only in india but you see it coming in the uk you, i see it coming in the united states um we're not quite as far along as the uk is in some of this but uh but i see them trying keep trying to push it and there are some people who are still blinded 
by their political jersey over here in the states over who won the election, who didn't. And look, I'm all for it. If you can bring justice, if you can uh, get the guy out of the White House who didn't win it, I'm all for it. But let's let's be honest about this here. The fact of the matter is that that the agenda keeps going. Doesn't matter which one of these puppets are put in, and they are puppets, both of them. Okay, just mm-hmm. so people know. But uh, Gutrin, you talked about this. And you talked about the fact that Kamala Harris is in this. Now, I haven't got a chance to write because I've written several articles on a number of people, GOP and Democrats, who weren't natural-born citizens. They couldn't take, they couldn't fulfill the office of president. And since the vice president is supposed to fulfill that office, I don't see how you get around that the vice president shouldn't be a natural-born citizen, even though it isn't specifically spelled out for a vice president. If they if they have to take the office of president, well, then you got a real problem there. That, uh, that they don't. And Kamala Harris is not a natural-born citizen. Her parents, neither one of them, were citizens when she was born. And so mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a real problem there. But you've, you've uncovered this, this whole thing. That i got to tell you, I haven't read any of this in any of the media that I've looked at. And I want you to kind of just jump right in. I know I took a lot of time with the formalities. That's because of some of the other stuff we're going on. But jump right in here and tell people exactly what Kamala Harris is up to, what, how she's using our money unconstitutionally, along with the illegitimate president, Joe Biden, and uh, what, what she's doing here. Okay. Uh, when, we are, when we are talking about Kamala Harris, we have to realize she's a lifelong uh, project. And her project remains... Uh, is of uh, implementing uh, when we see Agenda 30 or the Great Reset. And the global faith of the Great Reset is the caste system. And to understand the caste system or to give you an idea, um, Kamala Harris has already donated uh, over a billion dollars since he's been in office to uh, organizations within the uh, uh, USA which are committed to institutionalizing caste system uh, 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 and implementing the caste system in America. So so she's already funding uh, uh, lots and lots of cash into these organizations whose sole purpose it is to uh, inst- uh, overthrow Christianity and the constitution and implement caste system uh, as a, r- a rule of law. And what people need to understand when we are talking in terms of the caste system, Caste system is a political system of slavery where majority of uh, the human race is seen as vermin. And uh, there is only a small amount of elite, not even a percent, less than a percent, which are recognized themselves as literally uh, demigods. And they want to be uh, literally worshipped by the vermin. And this entire political Setup of the caste system is uh, such a clever setup. Let me give you a historic context that uh, uh, India has been plagued by this political system for thousands of years. The British Empire lost to the caste system. The Mughal Empire came uh, to India and lost to the caste system. Now, when we are talking about in terms of the caste system, once it becomes institutionalized, what I mean by it becoming institutionalized is when all the legal frameworks of a country begin to recognize this as a political system, it is impossible to get out of this political system, a political system of slavery, because a physical slavery you can remove, chains you can remove, But what caste system brings with it is idealistic 
chains which can never be broken down because it is perpetual in nature. It creates an internal uh, conflict within the vermin. So the vermin always fight each other and never get to the elites. And this system always, always surpasses any kind of uh, political trouble. So what people need to understand when Kamala Harris and her regime, uh, because it is more or less a regime forced on uh, America at the moment, when they are funding in, so the first first step they have done, first step they have done under the COVID relief, if you put up the article, under the COVID relief, they have channeled billions of dollars into these organizations, especially the organization uh, which people need to understand, the main uh, mother organization, which is formed in India and its branches in uh, uh, America. And the branch in America is called uh, Hindu Swam Sevak Sangh. Uh, USA or HSS UK or their main uh, mother organization, uh, which is uh, in India, and that is called Rashtriya Swam Sevak Sangh. So I already sent you a video of it. I want people to understand these are the people. Uh, they are their sole purpose has been to uh, get enough political uh, leverage in Americas to institutionalize the caste system. And their sole purpose in India has been the persecution of Christians and their agenda. Now, the Prime Minister of India stood on a political platform of eradicating Christianity uh, from India and turning in India into a Hindu state. And this organization, uh, Rashtri Swayam Sevak Sangh, is a mother organization which brought uh, Narendra Modi to the forefront. So people need to understand uh, the political agenda and what Kamala Harris represents. She's the physical manifestation of uh, the idealistic evil of the caste system. Okay. All right. I didn't know specifically which article you were talking about because we've got a lot that you sent me. Yeah, and- the article where, uh, where there's COVID funds being diverted to the Hindu organization. Okay. All right. I'm scrolling right, right at the end. Yeah. Okay. Um, I am looking I, here. I tell you what, while I look, uh, you yeah. talk and I don't I don't know if you're wanting to get to this one video first or not. Or if yeah, yeah. Let's get to the video and people have an understanding of what this uh, RSS as an organization is. OK, and I'm going to have all of these things. Uh, Gutrin has given us a ton of information here. I'll have all yeah, these I listed. A, I yeah, dropped the entire information. <laughs> so. No, that's fine. I think I think it's better to have more than less. And what we'll do is we'll archive it. So you guys yeah. can check out all this information because if they're trying to do it there, it's like what you're saying. They're trying to do it here in the United States. So we're wanting to do the uh, the RSS and the Nazi ideology, right? Just a few minutes yeah. of that? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. All right, here we go. And I know I'm going to get caught here for the music. They just pick this kind of stuff up and then they throw a thing on it. But So for the people who are listening, um, <clears throat> these are all words that are going to be here. The people who are watching, um, you're seeing this that's going on here. So if you're 
If you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, we're going to come off here in just a second uh, and go back, but you'll be able to see it in the archives uh, and watch the full 10 minutes, uh, 10 minute video here where they're tying these things together. The use of the Nazi forces in this. And Gutrin, I don't know, do you want to chime in here a little bit about yeah, what's going on? It just, yeah, I just wanted to, people to understand this uh, entire platform which is set up, uh, the Rashtri Swayam Sevak Sangh or the RSS, numerically, number-wise, uh, they are bigger than the Nazi uh, Nazis 10 times, and they are bigger than the Indian Army. And uh, they are, uh, this is the main group which is involved in persecution of all minorities in India. That would be Sikhs, uh, that would be Christians and all other minorities. Their sole aim is to have a Hindu India. And we have to realize there's a half a billion people which do not uh, recognize the identification. But these people want to forcefully, especially you see their flag. Uh, this is the Nazi-inspired flag. Oh, and this is the number of uh, mass murders which they have committed in, in, throughout India from 1947. And uh, their agenda remains, and I think uh, people can watch this video afterwards, but their main agenda remains that half a billion or so people who don't prescribe to their uh, caste system as a slavery. Now, you have to understand, they are pushing. It's not optional in caste system to be a slave. It is forced down your throat. It is your religious duty to be firstly a slave and not to complain about it. That's why when we see the globalist agenda, they want to implement that same ideology everywhere. So uh, when you once you implement this, the problem is it it becomes your uh, political and religious duty to be a slave. This is a, a a whole different level of slavery if people really need to understand before we really get uh, people like Kamala, uh, Kamala Harris using her liberal cover, so-called liberal cover, to implement this kind of fascism on the people of America. Yeah, you know, it reminds me of the book Brave New World because that's basically what they had set up and the people were were they were more or less drugged they were given drugs in order to sort of tame a lot of that stuff and just be happy with being single having promiscuous sex uh as long as they stayed you know within the bounds of what their masters had set for them uh is that pretty much what you're talking about here i think i think that's exactly it but i think the only because you have to see uh something like a caste system has had 5000 years to evolve idealistically so once it gets institutionalized, you can uh, enshrine it into every single element of society, either that be politics, music, or uh, uh, in terms of India, I'll give you an example of India, how India expands or the Indian regime expands its caste system. So they have three pillars of the caste system. Three pillars of the caste system are yoga, vegetarianism, and Bollywood. They have used these three elements to propagate Uh, caste system throughout. So every time you see these uh, 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 Indian-looking people uh, in your mainstream media, they always uh, tape around these three elements, either be it vegetarianism, yoga, or Bollywood. And the central agenda behind all of that remains the caste system. So uh, I think uh, what people need to get is that uh, people have been sold this fallacy of uh, uh, India being inherently peaceful 
and it's uh, you know it's a perfect society what people need to understand firstly liberalism in uh, the west it's not only harming the west but it's also adding to mass murder uh, in the third world amen and secondly what people need to understand is there is a very ugly truth behind the so called liberal leaders that we have in uh, in the west and kamala harris is a prime example of that so she not only as soon as she gets into power she uses the covid relief fund to channel billions into the caste system billions into uh, institutions who want to overthrow the uh, the american constitution and especially christianity and implement and implement the caste system here so these are the uh, these are the things we, and they are done they are done uh, instead of drugs they are done through a, a sheer amount of propaganda and i think uh, these three pillars when we need to i think um, little understanding of what these three pillars are yoga vegetarianism and bollywood yoga is a political idea vegetarianism look what you eat or what you eat uh, what you don't eat is your own problem but vegetarianism as a idea is a political idea it is an idea of uh, uh, idealistic slavery the idea behind the guy who wrote uh, or who introduced vegetarian uh, vegetarianism as a political ideology his name was manu his argument behind creating uh, vegetarianism uh, as we understand it today or vegetarianism and vegan uh, both of them because his idea was very very simple if you control what somebody eats you control how they think and that was the core idea behind vegetarianism if people think vegetarianism and veganism oh it's just a funny thing it's all about you know no it's a very dangerous political ideology now gucci can let me let me interrupt you there how because you know uh you know Kate Shimrani she comes on and she talks yeah. about you know eating all vegetables and things and of course she'll she'll mention animal products and stuff but for her you know she's had that how no, do, no, what, how does that become what, a how, what I'm going to no, ask is how does it become a political ideology people don't i think what people don't understand is what do you eat is your own issue yes when a, when you when a government when bill gates is saying you shouldn't eat meat okay that's when it becomes a problem I see. because what they are trying to do is they're following the uh, script from uh, manu and what manu said that the women or you know the lower class or the lower caste they should not be allowed to eat meat they should be forced and their diet should be controlled to a limit that you can control their both uh, physical and mental growth and vegetarian was mm. a key part of it mm. and he absolutely made it paramount and that's when you hear about indians not eating beef right. uh, that's when okay. that story comes in okay. and a lot of christians get murdered literally murdered under false pretense of them eating uh, beef and it's it's a sheer propaganda you see what you eat is your own problem but when you weaponize vegetarianism like they have in india that's what they want to do in the west as well all the liberals running around here want you see it's not about what you want to eat this is what i'm trying to explain to it's people. about controlling you what, what you, you eat 
It's about yeah, control. You eat what yeah. you want. But when you, this is how caste system gets uh, introduced into a society. Once you accept these ideas as political ideas, oh, look, this must be enforced on a society. You can't enforce on a society what it wants to eat or how it wants to live. It's, uh, uh, you, you know, uh, it, it, and when then you get into, uh, if you, uh, if I think, is, is that clear enough about vegetarianism? Or yeah, no, I, that's, that's what I was wondering. I was wondering, okay, how are they weaponizing? And, but see, I see elements of that now through the whole idea of PETA and stuff like this. Now, I'm again, I, I'm for taking care of your animals. I'm not for these farms that they just bunch all the turkeys up to where they can't even walk mm. they're they're filling them with hormones that their legs can't even hold their weight and they're just treating the animals cruelly um you know before they are slaughtered for the other and some people say well that doesn't make any you're going to slaughter no the bible tells us that we're to treat our animals well and uh, you know what you're saying here reminds me of what scripture says in first timothy chapter four listen to what it says now the Spirit speaketh expressly in the latter time some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats which God has created to be received with thanksgiving of them, which believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good, and nothing is to be refused, if it be received with thanksgiving, for it is sanctified by the word of God in prayer. That's what That was immediately on my mind when you said they're trying to push this thing of a forbidding meat. And we've seen in other places where... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if the forbidding marriage is going on there, but we've seen some of that at least as far as the children aspect that is supposed to come mm. from um, marriage. We've seen that stifled in other areas too. Yeah, I think uh, people need to understand. Uh, I think when we talk about these three pillars and how the caste system rotates around these three pillars. You know, uh, your decision in your personal life are your personal issues. But when you talk about these issues, especially Bollywood propagating both for yoga and vegetarianism, these are political ideas and underlining those ideas and people who are backing them. If you look into the people who are backing them, these are the people who are completely sold and bought into the idea of introducing a caste system as a global religion on all people of the earth. Yeah. Now let's let's uh, let's move on here because you're telling you're telling our audience that Kamala Harris is pushing to take American money unconstitutionally by the billions yeah. and yeah. pour into India to sol- no no into America into America. No, these I'm sorry, are organizations into America. in America. Yeah, into America. What they've done in India. She wants to make it like India. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, how does this play into the persecution of Christians? Because Christians would obviously repel that based on just just this one thing that I've got. But there are several other scriptures that we could go to, uh, like mm-hmm. Romans chapter 14, where people are, a- are able to eat meat and other people mm-hmm. have a conscience that says, oh, I can't eat meat. So we shouldn't. Mm-hmm. We should try mm-hmm. to strengthen them and grow them and help them understand it's not a sin to do that. But at the same mm-hmm. time, they have a conscience toward that. And that's what you're talking about. You're saying if somebody chooses to do this is one thing. If the government's going to force it down your throat, which no pun intended there, but if they're going to try to force that down your throat, then this is where they become tyrannical. Yeah, this is where it becomes uh, becomes a tyranny. And as far as Christians are concerned, uh, there are about 80 uh, plus million Christians in India. And the problem, a fundamental problem, uh, the Indian regime or the Indian fascist has with Christianity 
Christianity is fundamentally opposed to Christianity. Now, this is a video we are seeing. Now, uh, Christians in Orissa were attacked just for their faith. And about 100,000 Christians were forced into uh, these camps after their houses were burned, churches were torched, just for Christianity. You have to understand, they are attacked in India because they are opposed to the caste system. And even reporters, the, the military and the police are even threatening and uh, reporters from reporting them. So the reality is because Christians are opposed to this slavery of the caste system, firstly onto them and extension to them, uh, Christians have a very uh, positive effect on the rest of the people of India as well, because there's a lot of people who want to completely reject this notion of slavery. And these are the camps. These are the camps because these are survivors of Orissa. When the government-led forces and government-led mobs absolutely started massacring people in Orissa, these people had to run to these camps to save their lives. But the, these kind of camps, and there are multiple camps like this uh, in India, and these poor people, the only reason people need to understand when people think, that caste system is uh, oh, it, it, it's nothing harmful. You need to understand people, uh, the government is literally committing genocide. You see churches are burned, villages on villages were completely destroyed. There were about 100,000 uh, people who ended up uh, in a refugee camp in their own state. And these are Christians who have been living in Orissa for over uh, nearly, uh, we're talking about 800 to 900 years. So that's before uh, India, uh, as currently we understand it, came into being. So this is what they have to face. The reason they are facing this persecution that you're seeing is because their rejection of the slavery of the caste system. And this exact, when we see Bibles burning, we see churches burning, we, we're seeing Christians being burnt alive just for refusing just for uh, refusing the slavery of the caste system, we have to understand they are pushing this same slavery, which the people of uh, uh, India who are rejecting this, uh, the Indian Christians, and they want to bring that same idealistic slavery. And this, this is what we are seeing this video right now. These Christians are being forcefully uh, converted to the slavery of the caste system. They are literally being told, burn the Bible, these are Bibles being burnt uh, deliberately as a part of the conversion. This is, uh, we are talking, this is being done in the national media and they've been told to drink cow urine as a part of their conversion. And the Indian military and the Indian uh, police is just standing. So their freedom to religion. And this is what Kamala Harris has funded over billions of dollars into. These are the organizations which she is putting billions into so they can bring the same political platform which they had in India of persecution of Christians into America. And people need to learn from it. People need to, in, um, look, America is, the, is a key. If America falls, uh, Europe is just a pushover. Europe has already, uh, to some degree, uh, a, a larger degree, given up uh, its struggle not maybe not the people of europe but uh, there is the europeans 
at large uh, are not the same as American. And America is the key. That's why you have uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris completely there, channeling billions, trying to overthrow uh, uh, the American way of life. Yeah. Now, when you talk about these Christians being persecuted, Gutrin, one of the questions I have is, is this coming all from the government or is because this mindset is so ingrained in the people that are the people the ones coming in? And No, I, 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 the Indian okay. people, I, I think the Indian people are not, uh, uh, not it, it all comes from the regime. A regime has this organization, which we talked about before, the RSS, the Rashtriya Swam Sevak Sangh. And it has, uh, I think it has about uh, six or seven million uh, people who train under uh, its organization. And they have extension to this organization throughout Europe and America. And whenever they want to target a minority in, so there's uh, about 27 states in India. So whichever a minority they want to target, what they usually do is uh, they create an event, they create a, a fake event uh, where they create communal uh, tension. Usually uh, they create a false flag in which they kill one of their own uh, Hindu leaders and either blame it on the Sikhs or blame it on the Christians or blame it on somebody else. And then the government uh, regime sends the RSS goons backed by the police and the military. And that's when they come in and burn churches and uh, commit uh, persecution of all minorities. Yeah, and you've got some you've got some interesting articles here too. This one comes by uh, persecution.org which uh, does the the voice of the martyrs and they're they're saying that this year 2020 they're expecting the persecution of Christians there in India to to escalate pretty pretty in a pretty big rate. And uh, this is exactly what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah. Let me. Let I me think add- the agenda agenda of the Indian government. Look, the Prime Minister Modi has stood up on a platform of ending Christianity from India. People, uh, this is uh, this is not a joke. People need to take this seriously. We are talking about 80 million plus people there, and uh, uh, Prime Minister stands on a platform where he says uh, Christianity, all Christians, all Christian are Western agents, and we need to purify India. Uh, out of this disease and India must be freed from uh, this imperialistic faith. So this is the kind of ideology which is mainstream in Indian politics. And when you see these uh, organizations, and especially Kamala Harrison has actually, uh, when we come back to, again, these uh, so-called democratic leaders, especially the Democratic Party and some in Republican Party as well, they openly back uh, BJP, RSS, they hold functions for them, they hold fundraising for them. And not only that, now we have a, now we have a situation where billions of uh, uh, COVID relief and direct funding is coming from the White House into fanatic organizations in America. And that same money is trickling into. So all these churches, when they get burnt by these fanatic mobs backed by the regime, they are directly being funded by uh, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. Wow, that's just—it's absolutely incredible that, and nobody, and nobody stands up and and does anything and points this out. Not in our country that I that I see. Uh, here, here's a couple of things. These are a couple of the uh, uh, Christians who've been killed that you're kind of highlighting. I don't know if you want to go yeah. through it as I I kind of yeah. show uh, the thing I'll here. Especially go into with the especially of uh, Pastor Singh and Pastor Gideon. And now the story of a Pastor Gideon kind of embodies what's happening, uh, it, uh, the reality of what's happening to Christians uh, uh, in India. Now, Pastor Gideon, his, uh, well, 
what happened to him was uh, uh, the fanatics from the RSS came to him and told him to accept the slavery of the caste system. We must understand they were forcing slavery onto this person. They said, you're a slave, learn your position within the caste system and stay a slave. He said, I will uh, happily die as a Christian and not accept your slavery. Amen. And what they did to him, what they, they tortured him all night. They tortured him all night. They pulled his nails out. They pulled his teeth out. They cut his fingers off. And even then he refused. They pulled his tongue out and hanged him in his own church. Mm. And in the morning, and in the morning, the police came and said he committed suicide. <laughs> and the problem is there is nobody there to question what is happening there. And the, when even his own family is saying the fanatics were coming to a house and threatening to kill us, nobody is there to listen and to become a voice of these people. So what we need to uh, firstly make people understand that this persecution, this level of persecution is happening there. These are modern day martyrs uh, who are fighting against uh, human slavery. Uh, Pastor Gideon, or we talk about Pastor Singh. These are people who are fighting against, uh, uh, you know, barbarity and slavery and becoming martyrs every day down there. And we need to become a voice for these people so we can uh, fight against this oppression. There's some other there's some other uh, people here. You've got a pastor and a family in India struggle to survive the country's yeah. COVID nineteen. You know, and and here's the thing, um, Gutrin. I don't know what your experience is on social media, but I, I got to tell you, I'm banned. Well, well, I I am too. But they still let my messages through on Facebook. That's the only thing I can do. I can't like anything. I can't I can't you know do a lot of st- stuff. But I can still send a message in the instant messenger, and. The question that I have is, I get you know people trying to friend me from India all all the time, and most of the time I'll do it if they look like they have a legitimate profile. But almost every time, the first things out of their mouth is, "Can you send money?" Um, how how many people do you interact with in India that that's their that's their primary thing? I mean, I know there's I think, persecution. Uh, there are things, there are these uh, call centers, a lot of okay, these organized okay. fraud call centers, which uh, make their business to corrupt Europeans out of their money. And uh, these are always set up. These are organized structures anyway. When we're talking about fraudsters, uh, it, we, it's a, at an industrial scale in India. So there are uh, all these call-up uh, call channel, uh, you know, these call centers, uh, the, uh, the Western companies have set up. On every uh, floor of these uh, call centers, they have set up nearly uh, uh, an, uh, an a cover and a fraud center in each and every one of them. And their entire thing is to defraud Western people out of their money. And they are doing that every day and every day out. And the government is, government is fully aware of what they're doing and they're giving them a green light. So it's deliberate. Can you tell us a little bit about this other pastor's murder? Um, yeah, uh, uh, when we're talking about pastors, so these are the uh, local Sikh leaders who are saying that uh, uh, Pastor Singh was murdered by fanatics. Uh, he His death was not a suicide, and the government needs to, uh, because you have to understand, uh, Christianity came to Punjab uh, before Sikhism came, and uh, Christians have always uh, worked with the Sikhs in Punjab, and been a part of our history 
from uh, from the beginning really and they have stood to shoulder to shoulder with us so when a pastor is murdered in punjab all of the uh, activists in punjab are telling the government that look this is not a suicide this guy was murdered again by the rss and we want his murder to be investigated but the, again we have the same situation nobody's the government or is willing to uh, investigate the actions of these uh, rss because uh, the global support they receive and the global support they receive uh, is really coming from the top of the politics uh, in western society either be uh, for example uh, you have kamala harris we have priti patel priti patel is the home secretary in uh uk and she's committed to the rss and she also have channeled money to the same church burning organizations let me give you an example of what's happening in india we are talking about a, a church being burnt every day in india and nobody seems to be coming up we have thousands of uh, pastors being beaten uh, forcefully converted and murdered in india and nothing ever gets out we have 100000 plus christians living in uh, you know uh, makeshift camps because they they're afraid of the government uh, and these crazies coming down and burning their houses and it it doesn't get reported and this is where the problem lies and we have a prime minister in india who wants to turn india into a hindu state and half a billion people are uh, are under under the kosh and uh, you know it's um, uh, it's a it's a very sad and uh, dangerous situation Yeah, I I can see that it is. Now with this caste system, now there's something that you also shared with me and this is um this is coming out of qz.com. I'm not familiar with them, but of course India. Um and they are taking and they're trying to create designer babies that are fair, strong and smart. Now, what this reminds me of if for anybody who's seen something like The Matrix, is it looks to me like they are pushing to have these kind of babies so that they can just have immediate they can have more and more slaves it sounds like that's what they're trying to do stronger yeah. ones all these kinds of things am i off base on that or is that what does that have anything that's tied to this as well i think when we're talking about uh, uh bill gates and jeffrey uh, epstein set up a project in india where they started doing experimentation on poor people and where they kidnapped uh, young girls and uh, and they were forcefully uh, taken into these camps and uh, animal uh, human hybrids uh, they were uh, well uh, girls were pregnanted and there is this whole uh, of uh, aroga bharati they set up uh, and uh, they've been they've been trying to create uh, a, a physical manifestation of uh, mahakal and uh, i sent you a picture and this is the same mahakal which the nazi um if you see the nazi hats they used to have a symbol of uh, mahakal on the or the emblem of the mahakal on their head and they have been trying to now people need to understand they are trying to physically uh, biologically create this entity so when we are talking about bill gates uh, and epstein or putting up uh, aroga bharti they've been physically trying to create uh, demons uh, using the human animal hybrids so uh, the the type of things which are going on in there uh, are people need to be aware that the ideas uh, of uh, indian government which people have oh it's a you know it's a ideal ideal society people need to really wake up to it we have a very tyrannical government 
and which is committed to absolute evil. And they are not only uh, the actions of that government not only have impact in India, but because they are expanding their ideology, it has global impact in terms of uh, uh, Preeti Patel in UK and Kamala Harris in uh, America. This is just, you know, it's incredible to me that men would want to make other men into this demonic looking thing that they've constructed out of their own minds. And they they want to do that. And I'm I'm sure that uh, some of the stuff that we talked about with uh, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, we covered a lot of that where they were trying to do that with with some of the babies. They were where they were messing with genes. Some of the stuff I think that we see in these covid vaccines, I'm sure you probably would agree that there's alterations that's going on. And some of them are probably much further down the line that have not yet been released of things mm-hmm. that they're doing. And we've we've covered the, the show, I called it Frankenscience, because mm-hmm. they were taking and uh, growing human organs inside of rats and then yeah. using them and doing transplants back to humans. And yeah. I'm sitting there going, this cannot be a good thing for, for the people who get that transplant. It just can't be a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. Is that pretty much how they're doing this with these children? No, what they're doing in these children, they're literally using um, uh, animals to impregnate women and then splicing. So once they have a hybrid, a hybrid is born, uh, they splice it with more genes to create this so-called uh, Mahakal or the embodiment of uh, uh, this demonic entity. And uh, so we, when we are talking about uh, in a third world, what they can't get away uh, within the West with, they're literally they're literally impregnating very uh, young girls uh, with uh, animal uh, DNA to uh, you know produce uh, these hybrids and then experimenting on them. And we had some uh, you know there's all kind of weird, weird stories coming out of uh, these labs, especially when there is uh, one or two uh, escapees, and then you hear these stories about uh, hybrids, uh, half human half-animal hybrids running around Delhi, and they had to shut down Delhi and this, that, the other. And, uh, now, these, here, uh, forgive me here, and let me interrupt. This is one of the things that sounds so strange to me, because the Bible, you know, when God created the animals, and they were to produce after their own kind, and, mm-hmm. and it's it, it's clear, it goes over and over that they produce after their own kind. So I, I'm struggling to understand how they take animal DNA and they impregnate, human women that that that's that i i I, i'm wondering if this is where they pull out some of those national Enquirer stories where you see the lizard man or something like that it's based off of something like that i think what it is the weird has been getting weirder for a very long time and uh it's just uh, people uh, when uh entity like epstein or bill gates falls some of that information comes out but what uh, so again uh, when i when i emphasize on this that liberalism in the west has very very dangerous implications on the people of the third world that's why we need to really uh, see the reality of these so called leaders and what they're pushing onto the people in the poorer parts of the world and when we see kamala harris they are all attached uh, kamala uh, kamala harris she was uh, uh, from a, she's groomed from a very early age as a child. So she was um, uh, groomed by uh, the Indian uh, embassy, uh, which uh, brought her up uh, as a young child 
uh, her, uh, now this pastor Gideon, which we are talking, is she, it's the same part of the world where Kamala Harris is uh, born. And uh, so the persecution uh, and what her channels of uh, money, which are going uh, uh, billions of dollars are into these organizations as well. So uh, what people really need to understand is that uh, when you have these uh, liberal leaders pretending liberal leaders pretending X, Y, and Z, in reality, what they are doing is uh, funding the worst elements uh, within uh, the third world. That's why uh, when uh, we have a situation where America uh, kind of shuts down all of its financing of uh, fanatics uh, in the rest of the world, uh, it, it does a natural, uh, you know, a natural uh, political cycle in those countries or societies to function. But the situation we are seeing is the worst elements uh, within the third world are funded by these so-called. Uh, and now these are the leaders. Uh, for example, um, we talk about uh, these leaders in UK or in America. These are the people who pretend to be liberals, and these are the people who complain about. Uh, you know, white supremacist and uh, X, Y, and Z. Look at your history. Look at what you are doing. Look at the organizations you are funding. They are committing mass murder and genocide. Yeah. There, there is a church being burnt uh, in India regularly every day, uh, Kamala Harris, and you are directly channeling uh, millions of dollars into it. Who's going to answer for that? The reason is, the reason you have this censorship uh, on uh, uh, globally uh, over the media because they don't want truth or what these uh, so-called uh, liberal leaders are. If you really look into uh, their history, all of this, all, their closet is full of uh, skeletons. And more you look into it, more you will find. It's absolutely incredible the things that they're funding. And the American people just let it go on. I, I think the American people, in large measure, they just go... They think there's nothing we can do about it. We can just vote red next time. And that, and as you said, and we've said here, voting red doesn't solve the problem because a lot of times you've got the milk toast kind of uh, politician who comes up there, and they don't want to rock the boat. You don't want to say things to get elected. But when it comes mm. to, to doing, put you know, uh, walking the walk, not just talking the talk, they're MIA. And so all this money ends up going and it goes with Republican presidents as well as mm. um, uh, Democrat presidents. We're funding these things. You, you've got, had this article here over $830,000 of the U.S. COVID 19 fund goes to Hindu right. Oh, it's 800. Okay, they've got 830000 here, but uh, if that's millions, um, then that's going in to uh, fund Hindu right wing groups uh, who are going and. And attacking Christians, which are burning churches every day and uh, uh, committing atrocities against the Sikhs and other minorities in India. Gutran, hang hang on, hang on just a second. We're up against the end of the show. Gutran's going to hang around just a few more minutes with us uh, to kind of conclude. If you guys want to join us, sonsoflibertymedia.com, right side of the page. Blow it up there, or you can go to beforeitsnews.com, and uh, we're at the top of the page there. Jump on with us. We'd love to have you. Jump in the chat. Click on the platform and jump in the chat. We're going to keep Gutran on for just a couple more, more minutes. Bradley will be on 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com. We'll be back with you tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Don't miss us. See ya. Okay, want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. Thanks for hanging with us, uh, guys. We appreciate your support in the uh, across the video platforms, dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty. 
uh, News Tycoon at Twitch and uh, Rumble, Sons of Liberty Radio Live. You can catch us there. There's quite a bit of people over there as well, as well as you guys on Facebook and wherever else we're putting out too. Uh, I'm going to try to get some stuff up so we can go on Instagram and TikTok. I'm kind of looking at that, so I have to learn how to do it. Uh, we're going to try to do some stuff over there uh, on those platforms as well. But I uh, appreciate you guys hanging over. Gutrin, thank you for hanging over. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. Do you want to um, kind of elaborate or finish your thought that you were giving before I interrupted there? I think I think the people need to understand uh, when when I'm uh, talking about I- institutionalized caste system in uh, uh, in America. What exactly? Uh, what I mean by that is there's not going to be a force coming and forcefully overthrowing uh, all of your institutions. When we're talking about this kind of idea being introduced, uh, what there's going to be three stages to it. Firstly they're already setting up these caste-based institutions. So, for example, a institution for a caste, which is not even allowed under the American Constitution, but they're still setting it up. So they're setting up uh, this justification of caste system institutions. So there are there are about a thousand caste-based institutions in America which have already been set up and more are being set up. Uh, all of this uh, Kamala Harris money which is going in, it is all going to go into setting up these institutions. And second stuff, uh, second uh, phase is giving political justification for the caste system. And again, we have uh, people who in uh, uh, the political sphere who will not question the caste system and not talk about uh, banning this uh, caste system as a form of slavery, but uh, uh, trying their utmost to, uh, you know, support and justify as part of the Indian culture, which is not, it is a slavery. And third and the final step is institutionalizing it into the constitution uh, by means of an amendment. So these are the three steps they have used historically to legally introduce a caste system as a form of slavery into a country. This is the same system they uh, they are using in uh, 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 in UK and the same system in Europe and in uh, America. So what you have to understand, uh, you have to understand their format and what they are trying to do, and the only way to oppose them is have a counter uh, political movement which outright uh, bans uh, all form of caste system uh, from the country. And under that, you will not be allowed to form any caste-based institutions. You will not be allowed to promote the caste system as an ideology, and you will not be allowed to propagate the caste system. So these are the something people need to look at. It's not going to be a military force coming into America and waving the flag of, uh, you know, that swastika flag of the caste system and putting it down your throat, but it's not going to be like that. They are going to slowly creep in justify it and institutionalize it. That's what you need to be aware of. That's how you uh, uh, overthrow the American constitution and introduce a new form of slavery. Okay. Now let me ask you this. When you're talking about they want to legalize it, and I always always have a problem with that term legal. I don't know why. I, because I, I see what they did in Germany and they used that term legal. They never used, they didn't use the term lawful. They used the term mm-hmm. legal. And yeah. they're doing it, they're giving a stamp to say something is legitimate when it really isn't. It's, it's, yeah. uh, it's tyrannical. So what does this look like when they come in and they start to make it legal? What kind of things are they putting into to pretend it's pretended law, but they're push, pushing it as though it is real law? 
What are some of the things that they, they write or they put into that that they force on the people? Can you give us a couple of examples? Uh, the example would be, I think the prime example when it comes to uh, the caste system, they talk about reservation. Their reservation for, uh, I think the Democratic Party has already a system of uh, reserving seats for X, Y, and Z. This is a beginning. This is a beginning. What they will do is expand that system. And they will seek uh, legal justification for that system. Oh, there needs to be X number of uh, seats reserved for this, X number of uh, seats reserved for that, X number of seats reserved for that. So for somebody who's uh, legitimate, there is already no room left because you either have to be X, Y, Z to be, uh, you know, uh, reserved. So all the reservations are already done. So they will introduce reservation in politics, uh, in society, uh, in all kind of institutions where you can only come up. This is how it's, this is how it functions in India. And that's what they're trying to do. So your job or your place in society is reserved for you on the basis of your caste system. And that's where the legal format gets in. So you might be compete at the moment, whatever, if you want to call it as everybody has a relatively fair shot at uh, certain uh, positions in society. But the problem is when you introduce the caste system, it all gets reserved. They choose they choose, and the choice is made on the basis of the caste system. So let me let me ask you this. What we're seeing in America, you know, we talk about divide and conquer, and over here in America, I'm sure you probably keep up with some of the things, because I think some of it's over there in Europe as well, Yeah, where they come in with the critical race theory, or they yeah, make, yeah. or they put up the, the, the yeah. alleged trans, there's nobody transitioning from man to woman, or mm. woman to man, there's nobody doing that, but they, mm. they put that in, they put the LGBTQRSTVWXYZ people up, and they're doing this. Is that not sort of the framework of setting up this yeah, thing yeah. that you're talking this about? Is, this is this is exactly the framework. This is the, exactly the framework where reservations come in. So LGBTQ will have their own reservation. So they are part of the caste system and they're, they're at the untouchable part of the caste system. So LGBTQ at the end, when you talk about the global reset and the caste system as a global faith, LGBTQ would be right at the bottom of the caste system. And the global elites would be right at the top. And we will be somewhere in the middle and we will be open to fight each other in the middle and at the bottom, but never question what's happening on the top. Well, it looks like the, the mentality has already been set for that yeah. because people are uh, set. I've got some kind of noise going on in the background back here. Um, but it seems to me that what's, what's happened has already been set up in such a way that, uh, you know, we're already engaged in a lot of that in the United States. And this is part of why I say keep your eye on who the real enemy is. It's not, you know, your your fellow countrymen. I mean, they may end up being your enemy. But really, the enemy is the one who have basically, I don't know, thrown you in the gladiator pit together and said, fight it to the death. And we'll watch and mm. we'll make money off of you and, and we'll be laughing all the way. Yeah, I think I think the system... I think you're beginning to understand what the system is now. And uh, this is what uh, where we need to get the word out, uh, that the caste system is the faith, the one world faith of the globalists. And that's what, uh, when they talk about the Great Reset uh, or the Agenda 30, that's what they want to implement globally. And Kamala Harris plays a key part to it. Her family comes from uh, a very lavish background into slavery of the black people and plantations. 
And on the other half, uh, her family comes who literally are Brahmins and worship uh, and promote the caste system uh, with every uh, sense of their being. So uh, these two elements are a very dangerous element. And the caste system as a slavery is more dangerous uh, than any form of oppression people have ever seen because it will become your religious and political duty to be a good slave. You are not allowed to question the caste system. And if you question the caste system, we see what's happened to those Christians or the Sikhs or the minorities in India who question the caste system. The government and the military burns their houses down, churches are burnt down, men, women, children are burnt alive. Uh, you know, it, it just, you are, you're completely facing extermination. Yeah, it's, you know, um, I'm, I'm thinking about some of these things. I'm thinking about all of the inroads. And I go back to Deuteronomy 28. We've talked about this before, I think, on the show when you and I were talking about the starvation and of what God said, that how he would judge the people if they didn't hold to his commands and they didn't pass that along to their children. And I see that, you know, coming here in the U.S., I see the people buying into it. And you're talking about the submitting to the caste system. Is it your opinion, because the stuff you're, you're telling me, it's coming to mind that what we've seen here with this whole COVID nonsense is really a push towards that kind of thinking because the virtue signaling, you know, that they, they put the shame muzzle on, they got to be yeah. six feet apart. And now, you know, they're telling people, even Christian pastors, and some of them I'm not surprised, some of them I am surprised that they're, they're saying it, but you don't love your neighbor if you don't, if you don't do what government tells you to do in this, ma- in this matter mm-hmm. of taking these gene-altering shots. You don't, uh, you, you, you don't care about your fellow man if you don't do it. So there's this pressure, and it sounds to me like it's, it's basically the same kind of thing that's being set up, and, and they're feeding it in little by little by little. Do you see that as part of that leading towards that yeah. caste system? Yeah, I think when you're talking about um, the face covering or a face mask, face mask was a key key uh, tool of the caste system in the past. They used that as a symbol of slavery and they promoted as a symbol of slavery. So the the higher uh, caste wanted the dirty the, the, uh, slaves to wear the face mask so uh, they will not have to, you know, uh, pollute the air of the, the Brahmins. So this is the same kind of thing, exact same pattern being set up. And the new, uh, again, the, the new world of faith is the caste system. So is is it, in doing that, does it sort of dehumanize the person to cover up their face yeah, yeah, like yeah. that? It's, it, it, you see, it, it has no effect on the virus, but what it has is an effect on what you want. You, you submit yep. to slavery. Yep. You submit to slavery because it's a political symbol. Mask is a political symbol. It does. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't save you from anything. It's a political symbol of slavery, and you have accepted it. And it would be your religious and political duty to be that good slave. More you give into it, more they'll oppress you. That's just incredible. And you know, I still see people, even now, you know, even when we, even when the liars who who got us all into this say you know, are, are walking around without their mask, these people are still wearing them. Now, in large measure here in the States, they're not, at least in my area of the country. A lot of people have shed those things, even the people who I have seen previously wearing them. But some people continue to put that thing on, and yeah. it's just incredible to me. And it has to set a mindset for them. And I mm-hmm. think it sets a mindset for little children, too. I think those are the ones that they're really after because – 
if they can get them while they're young to think the way they want to think, then it's going to be very hard for them to break from that mentality as they grow up. Yeah, I think I think it's a it's a tool for slavery. I think we should not we, we should be because historically in contest of a face covering, face covering is a tool of oppression and slavery. That's how it was used and they brought it Exactly. When we look at the WHO, uh, you know, the, the main symbol they have in every single meeting of theirs is they have this massive statue of Mahakal at the back and they, they worship to it. And then they sit down to how they want to eradicate the human race. And no wonder they bring in the same ideals of oppression of the caste system when they're done worshiping uh, Mahakal. Yeah, well, I, I can tell you this. We talk about the Bible and the Constitution. The Bible would be against the caste system as well, because mm. all men are supposed to be created equal before God, and there's mm. and there's supposed to be equal justice. And, you know, Gutrin, this is one of the things. We don't see any justice being brought. You're talking about this money going over here to India uh, that's being used to implement or, you know, put all this in that ends up persecuting Christians. I mean, my goodness— America was founded on the principles of Christianity, and that was, and I'm talking about long before the Constitution was existed, our state laws, the 13 states, almost all of them, I think, except Rhode Island, and even it, I think, contains some references to Scripture, but when they wrote their laws and when they wrote the punishments, they were appealing back to the Word of God, and they were saying, this is how it is. It's amazing to me what America has become, that it persecutes the faith or those who hold to the faith that our forefathers came to this country to establish. And mm. it just it blows my mind that the people have not said, no, we're not going to support this anymore. We're not going to give anybody any vote who goes to D.C. because none of you appear to be trustworthy. I mean, there's probably a couple of people up there. Uh, but even even they're men, even they are men, they can err, they can uh, fall into sin and all these kinds of things. And instead of taking the responsibility desires, you know, some people call it rugged individualism. I don't, I don't know that I really agree with the term. The, the issue is, is that men are created to glorify God and to enjoy mm-hmm. Him forever. That's what the Catechism teaches. That comes right out of Scripture, that we're to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And as a result, we're to love one another. And, and, there, and thereby we gain joy from that. I mean, the Bible talks about uh, joy is at you know, at his, it surrounds his throne, justice surrounds his throne, all of these kinds of things that God is and that he imparts to the people and that he commands people to engage in. I mean, we're supposed to be a reflection of him. And yet we're funding this, not just in India, we're funding all kinds of other stuff. We're funding, um, you know, Israel and what it's doing. We're funding some of the Muslim nations and what they're doing. And I got to tell you, I don't see any of it in an article, section, or clause of the United States Constitution. I don't know about in the UK what you guys have, but I'm pretty sure it was it was built upon uh, Christian principles too, straight out of the Bible. At least it was. <laughs> now mm. they're not following it now, but if they were, the people would be far better off. And I don't know why people can't learn that until God brings judgment. And when He brings judgment, you know, which the Bible says He's known by, then the people are all of a sudden broken. They're repentant. They're crying out to God. And uh, I don't know why it is that we don't learn our lesson, but that seems to be the way of man to go mm. about things. I think people need to. I think people need to understand that it's an idealistic conflict. The reason the persecution of Christians and why they want to eradicate uh, or target Christianity in America, 
Christianity is fundamentally opposed to the caste system. And to implement the caste system, Christianity first be, must be defamed. And that's what they're doing when they talk about, uh, you know, American extremists or white extremists. The whole idea is not white extremists. It's about targeting Christianity. So if you can first, uh, you know, defame Christianity and then attack Christianity, it becomes easier target to remove and bring through a new system. Same principle in uh, India. Now, uh, Christianity is a challenge to the caste system in India. That's why uh, we see these uh, horrific stories of uh, Christians being persecuted uh, to a level uh, of uh, massacres in India. And that same exact format is being brought over. Yeah. Now let me let me clarify something here. Uh, you know, Mitch is talking in the in the in the chat. It said that you know I don't see anywhere in the Bible where men are created equal. Let me explain what I mean by that. I don't mean that we're created equal in the same uh, mental capacity, physical capacity, or any of that stuff. Every man, though, is created equal under the law. In other words, the law applies to all men equally, and the just punishment will be rendered by the just and holy God justly. So that's what I'm getting at. So let me let me let me make sure I clarify that. That is found in Scripture. That's found over and over and over in Scripture. In fact, we see it from Adam. We see it all the way through the book of Revelation. And we see it in how God deals with individuals and how he deals even with nations. He doesn't deal with one different than the other. He, if they're in sin, he brings, it, he brings the judgment the same way. The difference for the Christian is the Christian believes that God uh, poured out his wrath that was due for sinners, those who violated the law. Uh, John tells us that sin is transgression of the law. The difference is, is that God poured out his wrath on Jesus on the behalf of the people he died for in order that they may not experience that punishment, but may have his righteousness applied to them. And so when that happens, God is still just in what he does. Why? How can he let men go and show them mercy and still be just? Because he's already dealt with their crimes in the punishment that he laid on the Lord Jesus. And so uh, I just wanted to clarify that, uh, not a point of of trying to be contentious. I just want to be clarify, and I appreciate you bringing it up because some people will think men are created equal with equal abilities and stuff like that, and that's just nonsense. That that's that should be very clear to us that that we don't uh, we don't have that. I I was going I was going to um, uh, mention uh, Gutrin here. He you do weightlifting. Let let's hit this real quickly, and then we'll close out the show. But Gutrin can lift his weight in uh, with the barbell. I can, there's no way I can do that right now. I mean, I could do that when I was younger. So we're not equal in those capacities, but uh, but we are equal under the law, and the law applies to both of us the same, and we're talking about God's law. It applies to us the same, no matter that he's in the U.K. and I'm here in the U.S. So I just want to clarify that. Gutrin, yeah, um, you got a closing word? Uh, uh, where we go from now is uh, people need to be... Uh, uh, to understand Kamala Harris and uh, what's her political uh, agenda. And uh, people need to understand that political agenda. And it is this agenda, once you understand it, it's not hard to resist, oppose, and uh, uh, de- uh, defeat this uh, agenda. We really have to firstly wake up to what they're doing and once we understand it, oppose it because they will need to go through the entire system and we need to get the word out there to people. Look, this is her political agenda. 
that's what she's looking to do. She, she comes from the family of uh, two types of uh, slaveries and the worst of them is the caste system and that's what she wants to, re- uh, wants to institutionalize here. Okay. All right. Gutrin, you got a final word that you want to throw at us? I mean, is there, are there specific things that you think that people can, uh, can speak out against uh, and, and actually do in, in to, to stop this? I think that the main thing people can do, especially these organizations who are receiving uh, funding from the White House, uh, they need to really uh, ask questions and to uh, at the local level and national level and uh, really go at them. And secondly, people need to have an open debate uh, in uh, UK and in America about caste system. That, okay, this is a system of slavery. We banned slavery a long time ago. Why is this system being... How can you uh, set up a caste-based institution where you can only become a member of uh, an institution if you belong to a certain caste? That is uh, not part of what we are. This is against fundamental human rights. Uh, This should not be allowed. And all these institutions, which are uh, firstly set up and registered within America, they need to, their legal uh, status and uh, the entire structure, the legal structure around them needs to go. Amen. I couldn't agree more. Gutrin, thank you for joining us again this morning. Appreciate you. Lastly, lastly, I just forgot. I completely (laughs) forgot about it. That's all right. Um, they are trying to introduce this idea. Uh, it's called Dalit Christian. Uh, now, Dalit Christian, they are trying to set up organizations in Europe, uh, UK, and America. And Dalit Christian, if you translate it directly, it will become a slave Christian. And they want to set up Dalit Christian churches. So that will be translated into a slave Christian church. It's a very clever idea. What they will do is to uh, have Christians fight Christians they will create this uh, slave caste of the Christians, which would be used to attack other groupings of Christians. So don't let them set that up. That's a fraud from the beginning. This is how they get in. They set up these institutions, they give them legal credibility, and then they come after you. Yeah, and the people have to be made aware that this is actually going. Again, many of us, we know they're wicked, evil, and corrupt, and we get certain stories in the media we don't get the other one, so I appreciate you coming on to inform the people and uh, and let us know so that we can act on that. Again, guys, uh, we want to take talk radio and make it do radio, and so that's why the information's here. Most of you know that Kamala Harris is a whore in the real sense of the word and a political whore. She is a Jezebel, and uh, I guess you could almost say that Joe Biden is King Ahab. Uh, we made mention of him. Uh, during worship yesterday, and I, you know, it's amazing to me that the people don't see these things. But I got to tell you, Gutrin, with all the stuff going on, it's a wonder we see anything anymore because all of it gets buried under stuff that that means nothing, that has no impact in our life. And this is definitely one thing that does that. So guys, uh, do what you can, especially, again, I say do it at the state level. If you can get the state to start, states to start understanding nullification and interposition, if you can get them to pick that up on one thing, okay, You've won a tremendous battle because you you can show them that they can do it. And the people can call them the liberal states or whatever they want. Uh, these states that have opposed federal government's uh, restrictions on plants God has made and said, you can't have these plants. You can't have them on your yard. You can't eat them. You can't, you know, whatever. You can't do anything with plants God has made. 
And those states have done it. Whether you like the st- states or not, whether you even like the outcome of what goes on with that, that is a, a place that where they're saying, federal government, you didn't have any right to be in this anyway. We're nullifying you. We're going to interpose ourselves against you, and uh, we're going to be against that. And so I think that's that's a good example of things where tyranny has, has risen its head. It's a good way where the people can put it down. Gutrin, if you'll hang on, I'll say goodbye to you after the show here. Guys, don't miss Bradley, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com. And again, we'll be back with you, Lord willing, 6 a.m. tomorrow. See ya.